welcome into the program from Red Raidersports.com, Brandon Salise. Brandon, good morning. How are you today? Good morning. Doing well. Talk a little bit about the excitement level out in uh, out in Lubbock right now for this one tonight. Uh, I would imagine everybody's kind of bouncing off the walls, getting ready. Oh yeah, they're they're fired up. Um, you know, everybody think, thinks the script is kind of writing writing itself. Obviously, you have a huge opportunity to become you know ten fifteen years down the road a trivia question on who retired. Uh, you know, Coach K, and uh, be that group and get a huge win for your program. Go back to the Elite Eight. So much riding on this. And on the other hand. Uh, you got Coach K who's retiring, who has his guys, um, you know, playing for him right now and playing to keep and to survive in advance. So um, everybody's fired up for this one. Um, I'm pretty sure, you know, everybody's going to be pretty – all those restaurants will be slammed and everybody will either be at home watching it. But um, it's been the talk of the town, and especially after a stressful, uh, stressful night against Notre Dame, that's for sure. But everybody's looking forward to this one. Talk a little bit about Coach Adams. I, I'm curious when when he was first announced as the uh, as the, the successor to Chris Beard. Was there any conversation about hey, look, uh, you know, was there any concern that he may not be able to relate to the to these guys, or, or, or was everybody pretty excited that you went with within the program for your next guy? I think he was obviously like the favorable um, hire for most people, majority of people you talk to. Um, Throughout the season, you know, I think some people wish that he would be he would be a little more animated, a little bit um, on the sidelines. But um, you know, that's just uh, comes down to you know preference on style of coaching that you really like. Um, but um, a lot of these guys, like you know, the Kevin McCullers, Terrence Shannon, um, after Selection Sunday when we spoke with those guys, um, I asked them about uh, you know how how's it, how does it kind of feel you know coming back to Lubbock and doing this for coach Adams. And they said, that's, you know, one of the main reasons why they came back, if not the reason that they stuck around in Lubbock was to play for him. Wow. So I know his players want to play for him. So, um, you know, it's just, um, he, he's a very likable guy, a very likable coach. Um, he's well-respected as we've seen, um, you know, after this first year of, of, you know, being a NCAA division one head coach. Brandon, what's the key matchup tonight in this game? I think a key matchup that's kind of, I don't know if everybody's kind of thinking about it. I know it's kind of been thought about over here in Lubbock was, is just the experience. Um, you have one of the oldest teams going up against one of the youngest teams, if not the youngest in the entire tournament uh, when you first started, um, age-wise at least. Uh, I think Kevin O'Banner is going to be a huge uh, huge mismatch for them just because of what he's done. Um, you know, five games in the NCAA tournament, five double-doubles. Obviously, that's a lot to ask for to make it six. But I think if you really play through your veterans, uh, you, have to, you have to play through Kevin O'Banner, Bryson Williams, and then just use your experience over you know these guys that are that are a young group, younger group. Um, obviously, they have a huge advantage with Coach K. But um, I think you know once you get a younger team going up against a veteran team like the Red Raiders with their defense, especially, it can probably you know lead to some turnovers and just you really got to get them to fast break a little bit, push the ball, and really kind of score in transition and make them kind of you know make them kind of play at your speed. Brandon, is there any concern when you look at Duke as far as the size? You got Banchero six ten, you got Williams seven foot. Is that what Duke's going to try to do? Is is beat Tech from the inside out? You know, yeah, that's something I've saw that um, you know teams like you know Arizona are going to have. If you're going to if you want to make it even farther, you're going to have to face that size. Uh, I think, like I mentioned earlier, their experience and then you know just kind of maybe getting you know Bryson Williams, who is probably smaller, a uh, smaller big guy compared to the guys that are left in this tournament. Um, if not, use his kind of speed off that ball, or just kind of get him in a position where he can create his shot, and kind of use his, um, you know, his ability to 
to be able to you know train a mid-range jumper on a big guy like that. I think that's really going to have to be um, on Bryson and you know these transfers that we've always talked about. And then you also got to see if maybe a young guy like Daniel Bacho. I don't know if they're going to play him a lot, but he is your biggest guy on this team. A uh, young dude, but at the same time, he does give you an inside presence. If he can somehow, you know, get in there for a few minutes and kind of cause some disruptions and then, you know, get Bryson Williams and those other guys, you know, time in there, see if they can kind of, like I said, create their shot and really get those mismatches to work on that offensive side. Randy, do you think the Red Raiders have to play fast tonight? I think they do. I think they have to play, um, like I said earlier, the I think their defense is obviously that's been the talk of the town for the past few years um it's kind of changed the big 12 as we saw uh tc you know give it to arizona the other night and kind of you know you've seen this mark adams and chris beard when they arrived and what they kind of changed the big 12 into you know playing this defensive mindset of kind of basketball i think if the red raiders are able to you know cause those disruptions against this young you know duke team they're gonna have to you know i think push the ball a little bit i think uh, we'll see Mark Adams probably take his time on offense. I think he'll he'll he will want to probably press a lot on on this Duke team. Brandon, obviously, all eyes are going to be on uh, basketball tonight. But spring football got underway this week. What are the overall impressions and the vibe around year one with Joey McGuire at the helm? You know, everybody loved the quote he gave. Um, you know, they asked him how it felt to be on the field, back on the field, officially with his team, and he said it felt like Christmas Day, and you could really feel that. Uh, it, it felt. The energy was all there. Um, you know, we saw we got to see practice a little bit. And, you know, you, you lose guys like Eric Izukama, the wide receiver on the outside to the NFL draft, a big threat. Um, but you see these younger guys kind of already step up in spring practice. Obviously, it's not on the field in a regular season game. But you see these guys kind of already bought into Joey McGuire. And uh, one thing we noticed was um, – you know the quarterback competition this year is going to be uh, it's going to be an interesting one to look at because obviously Donovan Smith was a big part of it last year in the the bowl game and then Henry Columbia is obviously not with the program anymore and and Tyler sucks back from uh, back from injury and then you got Baron Morton as well the you know highly touted recruit that you that you ended up keeping once David Yost was you know let let go a year ago two years ago and stuff so um, and for those quarterbacks it's you know a new staff uh, they're familiar with these names on the staff but it's a you know, a new point to kind of prove that you deserve to be the starting quarterback. So um, it, it's been really exciting just to kind of see the, see the vibe, but also see the competition that uh, Joey McGuire is creating within all, all of the positions there. I was re- is it more important for the offense or the defense in this spring? I think it'll be more important for the defense. I think you lose, you know, you lose some guys like Colin Schooler um, and just you need some guys to really kind of step up. I think, a lot of people were kind of comfortable with Wes Kitley coming in, or not Wes Kitley, Zach Kitley, excuse me, his son, uh, as offensive coordinator. Uh, uh, he's obviously put up numbers at every stop. He's been at young offensive-minded coach that's already kind of proven himself. I think a lot of people are comfortable with your offense, especially with the weapons you have. You know, you're getting some uh, transfers in here. And, yeah, I think everybody's kind of comfortable there. I think the defense is the one that's the, the biggest question mark, which, you know, we've seen improvements. But uh, obviously, you know, changing a defensive coordinator and stuff, it could be a little step back or, you know, maybe even a step forward. I do know some pieces are there. But like I said, you lose guys like Colin Schooler, who was a big part of this team. And you kind of just kind of need to find those voices on the defensive side of the ball and really see if you can um, get pressure on the quarterback and, you know, cause some turnovers. 
And speaking of that, on the defense, how nice is it, though, when you have a guy with the versatility of a Tyree Wilson where, you know, if if you're four down, he could play on the edge, but if you're three, he can come back at linebacker. How important is that, you know, for a defense, especially when you're going through a transition like they're doing? That's going to be uh, that's going to be huge, and he's been a huge uh, part of their off offseason kind of, you know, they're getting them out in the town. Uh, they're, you know, putting Tyree kind of in the spotlight to say, hey, you're going to be one of our star players on defense. Um, they did a huge thing at a grocery at grocery stores around Lubbock the other day, just kind of mingling with folks and carrying out groceries. And the you know the guy was dwarfing everybody in the entire store. He's a huge, huge dude, and he has so much potential to be a huge big Big Twelve, you know, all defensive player. And that's kind of what they described him as. He's a you know, defensive and outside linebacker who can that they plan on dropping in, in the flat sometimes, and you know going out, going out and covering a pass. They're gonna kind of you know rush him at the quarterback when they need to and he's going to be kind of your your key player on defense that causes those disruptions it's just is he going to be able to do that you know against some of these offensive linemen that are you know pretty pretty stout on the you know tackle side it's like at your Oklahoma's and stuff like that so if he can win his matchups obviously that's going to be huge for them but they are really excited for him and they're going to kind of let him loose and that's going to be um, something fun to watch this season how big a question I'm sorry go ahead no I was going to say uh I- a lot of uh, a lot of conversation, obviously, with the with the NCAA basketball tournament, rightfully so. Sweet Sixteen, uh, Joy McGuire getting the football program up and running, but you, you also have a big baseball series this weekend. As a couple of top twenty teams are going to face off there in Lubbock at Dan Law Field, Texas and Texas Tech. Yeah, no, they do, and uh, it's going to tell you a lot about these Red Raiders. Um, you know, at, at um, on the road and the neutral side against Mississippi State, you split there, you split against Iowa, and. Uh, you know, you've handled the competition that you, you, you're you meant to handle, you know, those non-conference ones with those small teams that come in here. Their offense has been has been there most of the time, um, but we've seen them kind of struggle, obviously, against elite pitching. And, you know, Texas is going to come in here, and they're going to give it give it their all, and you're going to see some great uh, great pitching matchups, too. Um, Brandon Birdsell has been pretty awesome for the Red Raiders, and uh, Mason Molina, a new guy here in Lubbock, he's been great on the mound, except are you going to be able to get your bats going and, Kind of the Red Raiders kind of struggle this year a little bit whenever they kind of give up those multiple run innings, and uh, we'll see if they can be able to do that and kind of not play from behind as much or dig a deep hole because they've been kind of struggling with that once they kind of fall behind. But it'll be a great matchup here, and I know if uh, I don't know if they're going to be able to if Tech wins tonight, obviously against Duke and Saturday they would be playing Saturday. They have that Saturday game against Texas, so that'll be something else to kind of watch out for kind of see, you know, how the vibe is around Lubbock, if they make any kind of change to that game. Let's go back to football for just a second. I wanted to ask you about the offensive line. How big a question mark in the spring is this offensive line? Because they've had some they've had some move-ins. They've had some, some opportunities to bolster that offensive line. Have they got it where they want it right now? You know, I don't think they got it where they want it, just because you have to replace a guy like Dawson Deaton, who's an all-Big 12 guy at center. I know Joey McGuire's kind of, and and Zach Gillies kind of talked about this. Um, they're going to kind of cross-train, which Matt Wells did this whenever he was here in Lubbock. Um, you know, get these guys experience at kind of all five positions up there and kind of see who's going to, you know, fit what they what they want to do. I know Cole Spencer from Western Kentucky. I believe he played tackle at, uh, at Western Kentucky with Kitley whenever he was over there. He moves in to Lubbock. Uh, now he's going to move on the inside. Um Joey McGuire kind of said either that's left guard, right guard, maybe even center, but he will be playing on the inside, which is going to be a little different. Caleb Rogers, who is a um, obviously a returner and one of the 
star players now that Dawson Eaton and those guys kind of left. He's, he's going to be a tackle, but also Joe McGuire said that he could also move, um, you know, to the opposite side at left tackle, or he's capable of playing at right guard, left guard, whatever, you know, Cole Spencer's not playing at. So I believe it is going to be a good question mark. I don't think it's their biggest worry right now, but I do know that um, they will be kind of interchanging that offensive line to kind of see where everything kind of fits and see who what what gives you the best lineup up there up front um, early on. But it will be something definitely we'll be watching out for. Brandon, thanks. Uh, hey, what do you got? Uh, what do you got cooking on um, on RedRaiderSports.com? Oh man, it's you know it's a hectic time. It's that time where all three sports are going. A lot of spring uh, spring football stuff. We have great analysts on our uh, on our reporting staff and uh you know recruiting also never stops either so we're full full go on everything we um we got in full on baseball basketball football so we're we're going at we're going over there red raider sports so um any inside information you can obviously find there as well so hey brandon appreciate it thanks so much and uh we'll talk to you soon for sure thank you